0: good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the shit show i am one of your hosts patrick t and the other one being chris
1: oh my gosh i love that it, you know it's funny we talk about shit show because i was just talking about my addiction to almonds which which oh, I, I i intake almonds well but uh <laughs> something tells me that the outro doesn't work so well for you is that, is that right uh, you know,
0: it is it is like being in a, a bog or a dagobah where they found Yoda in uh Jedi, so yeah, it's a little slimy, a little, slimy, little sticky,
1: a little runny, little, a little swampy without the uh, wisdom, man. Mm, yes, <laughs> uh, and yes, yeah, so so uh, for those that are unaware, I um, now it is a duo here, uh, Chris the dating doc here, for those that have. Listen to the podcast over and over. You've heard me pontificate and speak, and now it's like it's like a baton race. We I can hand off a little bit and, and breathe. Uh, yeah, uh,
0: he he brought me in for the comic relief because he said he's got the uh, comedy fillings of a, a stick. So I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's paying me very
1: poorly to be here. Might I add? <laughs> <laughs> now let me. You will get the handcuffs off after half an hour, I swear.
0: No, please let me get in the basement.
1: 47th Shade of Grey, right? Oh, man, I hate that book. (laughs) So you read it. So you meant you read it. No,
0: no, no, I didn't read it. But why Mm. is it men, if we're watching like porn on our phones in uh, public, we get chastised for it. But women were popping out 50 Shades of Grey, reading it, getting hot at the bus stop, you know. what 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 is up with that double standard there
1: so imagine if you're blind and you're reading a morse code then i mean it's it's touchy-feely but yeah yeah
0: (laughs) can you imagine that like they just they just put like a patch of hair in the middle of the book
1: just imagine that yeah it's
0: like a it's a sensory adventure at that point well you know
1: how that is i mean it's 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 pick your own adventure meets 4d right so there there could be a little (laughs) bit of a sniff uh you know some sort of like uh, uh you know scratch, <laughs> scratch and snap, snap like those stickers
0: exactly. from the 90s yeah oh man so
1: what was that i mean who would get arrested first right the 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 blind soccer mom well it'd be kind of hard to be a soccer mom since that implies you'd have to drive the soccer van but we well, have yeah, the blonde <laughs> you know the the blind soccer mom who is unaware of her surroundings but you know it's scratching and sniffing uh you know kristen gray's uh yeah uh, and i'd life. be over there like who the
0: hell just opened up a three-day-old can of tuna
1: <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> you know i do have a story actually uh as a innocent teenager i remember being my dad's station in, in hawaii and I'm, I'm going to church the irony of this i'm talking to some of my buddies and they're pointing out this really hot puerto rican chicks and they're like oh yeah she's stinks of tuna and it was just like the snickering right and, and i had no connection no idea that okay tuna equals must get around so some some sort of uh <laughs> you know uh friction mixed with some uh i don't know what's going on there but yeah apparently <laughs> uh it produces smell of tuna for guys i guess that applies right if, if you're getting the uh if you're getting the late melden 58 <laughs> gray right it's, it's not the it's not the fresh scent
0: oh no it is the the old scent i mean man whatever happened with the scratch and stuff sticker stickers though you know those were those are pretty great it like,
1: always starts with one person though i one mean person that complains you know maybe they you know
0: i don't know i do know like certain things like uh, we didn't have well maybe it was big red uh big red in ohio always tasted like cough syrup to me when i was a kid and here, I haven't tried it yet because I, you know, would rather not drink sugary sugary uh, sodas any longer because I'd rather keep my feet and, uh, B, I like cake too much to drink sugar and eat sugar.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> Big Red's a big deal in San Antonio. Uh, they have a, I know. Yeah, I know that. Big Red and Barbacoa. So, you know, if it tastes like cough syrup, that's like the scissor, you know, the red scissor. Um which which begs the question: If Crips drink Big Red, you know what what do they have? Well, you know
0: they make a Big Blue too, so they're trying to they're <laughs> trying to appeal to both sides, the Bloods and the Crips. That's diversity right there. Yeah, right. You know, no. Big Blue tastes like cotton candy, and Big Red tastes like garbage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not that. So you haven't read read Fifty Shades of Grey, you haven't tasted garbage, so. <laughs> so yeah uh so you know for for the listeners this is like um yeah i, I guess you can call this the the, the pilot even though that there's beauty in in the pilot episode uh that's normally when all the uh all the crash test dummy effects have have, have gone out um have been tested and approved um so this is a beautiful part of it because you know uh, at worst, we become corporate sellouts, and you know, we, we have all kinds of uh, um, uh, big reddit, uh, take advantage <laughs> of or big blue, uh, lifetime, uh, lifetime supply of that, or uh, we can continue with the grind and, and the artistry that is uh, podcasting. So, um, know, that's, for, yeah, that's what
0: right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just repeat craftsman tools 30 times and see what happens. <laughs> let's <laughs> or for let's maybe, sell out for something, I'll use. It'll be me out, Sprite. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, I, I love Snap on tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love to obey my thirst. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> gonna
1: ASMR, it, you know, see see what it's happens. Like
0: ASMR is like, hey, welcome to the show. Yeah, we're talking about sodas. We want to be sponsored by. <laughs>
1: Make sure you hear
0: that. <laughs> Yeah. It's like if I take the pop filter off my mic, it'd be really good, but uh, nah, nah, I'm it'd not that low, low amazing, of a right? human.
1: <laughs> I'd say the, the master of ASMR, uh, I, I would actually fall asleep watching him was uh, Bob Ross. I think Bob Ross, was you know,
0: the- you know, Bob always, I have a Bob Ross action figure literally sitting on my desk in front of me. You know, he would always be so chill, like, <laughs> it's okay what we're going to do is i'm going to show you how to do this nice little bush and remember if you mess it up it's it's no problem we're just gonna we're gonna just pull the paint across the palette
1: that's kind of how my sex size class (laughs) sounded (laughs) oh man (laughs) hopefully it wasn't a dude (laughs) no 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 that would be pro, though at least last time Uh, i picked yeah, actually, I'm actually selling a, an Albert Einstein action figure on offer up, in case you're interested. If you want to double up, you know, there might, might be some magical osmosis from having Bob Ross and Albert Einstein there.
0: You know, I just found out yesterday that there is an action figure
1: I need, and it's Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons, huh? <laughs> Sweating <laughs> to the '80s, that Richard Simmons. Yeah. Nice. Holy smokes! Now wait, I'm I'm getting names mixed up. There's Richard Simmons. And then, who's the guitarist from Kiss? Gene uh, Simmons.
0: Yeah, that's Gene Simmons. I don't think they're related.
1: <laughs> interesting how my mind works, though. You know, I, I just I I went to this Rolodex of what other Simmons do I know who peaked in the '80s. You know, <laughs> that's, that's
0: my right. IQ has not increased ever since I've had this rare action figure. Might work for someone else. <laughs> Holy smokes, he found it. <laughs> ding 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 that's hilarious that yes that's me wow hey hey, don't 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 get mad because i know how to use offer up
1: (laughs) all right folks yeah he literally just looked it up this was not rehearsed this is beautiful i'm I'm one of of those
0: improv people that do things on the fly
1: (laughs) or lift it up right (laughs) exactly wait wait wait
0: (laughs) how do you like sprite so much
1: (laughs) exactly exactly what do i i need one now
0: uh, was it there was a meme going around uh you remember the cockroach guy played by gomer Pyle from men in black
1: right the guy who wore the skin suit uh, i i don't recall I was Thinking of full metal jacket but that's that's another that's well like...
0: he's the one who blew his brains out on the toilet after killing early Irby. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. but uh in men in black he played a bug that came to earth and took somebody's skin as a suit and uh <laughs> there's a scene where he, like, cocks his head sideways and just looks, like, distraught after, you know, being the cockroach in the human suit. Yeah. And somebody took that image and put it uh, as a meme, and it said Sprite from McDonald's be like, and uh, oh. put that face and said, damn,
1: that Sprite's crispy. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I, I Okay, it, I have to see the meme, but... True story. True story. When I think of McDonald's, and 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 that was that's why there was like this scared uh oh when when I heard McDonald's because and, and then how bad Sprite tastes, but more so the subconscious story that I have here is, I'm you know as you know I'm stationed at Fort Sam, and there's a McDonald's on the other side of uh, New Braunfels getting uh, coming into the gate. So here I am sitting there and I'm grabbing uh, grabbing breakfast and I'm sitting down and this woman's looking at me diagonally and she's eating frantically. And I know something's about to happen. I know she's about to speak or possibly slap me. Like I'm ready. I'm kind of in that fight or flight moment, but being very stoic. And all of a sudden she tells me she doesn't like military and she recalls a man, a soldier who somehow was able to pass through walls and sodomized her and, and again I'm, I'm not poking fun at you know her claiming she was sodomized but last i check we are not uh we, we do not have any possess any kitty pride uh type x-men powers uh, i mean have
0: you have you not seen men who stare at goats i mean the army has a whole <laughs> branch of this ship
1: Ready for madness All starting in the army by the way yeah <laughs> um Yeah, but last I checked, um, yeah, I'm not a a wall phasing son of my that
0: Well, that's crazy to me. I I would like to talk to that person and and find out more about that story, because that is just insane. Like, it's not insane, all right? Like, if somebody feels violated one way or another, their feelings are completely valid. But on the other end of that, it's like what kind of crazy pills have you eaten today?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Maybe those same crazy pills right next to the Sprite. But yeah, it's one of those where it was actually the last time I went to that McDonald's. Um, It's funny, the the power of words, you know? So um, with that said, with that said, actually, I wanted to segue to kind of get some uh, pullback here to dating. So speaking of power of words, when I think of Thirsty Horse, I think of your story. You nodding your head and smiling and basically being like, damn, that itch, if you know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> talk to me. I, I remember we, we when we first started chatting it up. Yeah, we, uh, we chatted. We,
0: so Chris and I met on a dating <laughs> site on Facebook. We did. We, did. Uh, we, yeah. we met because I was stood up.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, and
0: uh, it wasn't Crazy Horse. It was uh, Cowboys Dance Hall. It was, okay it
1: was cowboys okay, okay yeah
0: so um you know actually i really enjoyed the place i ended up staying like the only reason i knew i was quote unquote stood up is because i stuck around mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was like screw it three dollar uh three dollar gin and tonics <laughs> i'm gonna enjoy my life um so this girl got me out there uh i never dress quote unquote western but i'm i'm out here looking like Conway Twitty and Liberace had a love child and I'm wearing some sparkly shirt and um, you know, it said Wrangler on it. So I guess I was, I was down to fight the bulls or whatever the hell happens. Yeah, Like I didn't expect it. I'm telling you, I've never been to a country dance hall, right? I walk in, these people are the most uh, enthusiastic, robotic bunch of assholes I've ever seen because mm. Dude, they are doing—they are doing the two-step out there. Uh, something I had to look up and learn how to do. So, hey, single ladies in the San Antonio area, I know how to two-step now. Hit me up. Um, so, <laughs> I—I'm out there watching them. I'm like, how are they doing that in such grace and style? And like, I learned about the rings and like what the rings mean when they're doing it. Because there's an inner ring and an outer ring.
1: okay so what's oh you're talking the rings when they when they're literally dancing in a a circle is that yeah they were
0: like doing the two-step in a circle and i'm like huh but uh in short i came up i met the girl she was a group of friends and you know to be honest she was dressed more western than me so i guess it shouldn't have been that big of a deal Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) she lied to me Said that she got caught holding her friend's drink and she's only 19, so she had to leave. I didn't know she was 19 until I showed up, so that was strike one. Strike two, she lied to me and said she had to take her friend home. I was like, whatever, she disappeared with her group of friends and thought I, you know, would leave too, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was like, screw it, I'm already here, I might as well go get a drink, you know. Mm -hmm. So I walked in then about 45 minutes later when I'm done watching the craziness which is two-stepping uh uh, I walk back to my car and uh lo and behold here she is outside with a group of friends and she looks away from me and puts her hand up like I don't know it's her oh
1: my gosh
0: I'm like come on you could get more creative than that like strike a pose or something act like a mannequin it would have been just as comical to me
1: put, put on put on like assassin's Creed outfit at least you know <laughs> at least we'll, we'll know you've at least changed your attire out right
0: yeah exactly but no i find it crazy and i was stood up probably another week after that mm-hmm. uh by a girl off a dating uh site and it, you know because i've been through that experience once already right i yeah. was like uh will you facetime me and at least let me know you're real <laughs> yeah so she did yeah. and she was real and i and already, accurate
1: and accurate right i assumed yeah. somewhat looked like her photos okay yeah it
0: looked like her photos mm-hmm. um we decided to go axe throwing at stumpy's and if you guys have never been to stumpy's i am giving them a shout out great dog great owner uh the dog's name is cinder so that's awesome uh great atmosphere great first date place might i add it's great you really get to see if you can trust the person you're talking to holding a piece of steel that can cut you in your limbs so you know that's the thing i I went i paid and everything so here i am i'm waiting 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 and i'm like hey what's going on you know and uh nothing just just crickets so I was like, screw it. I already paid and it's non-refundable. So I'm going to go in mm-hmm. and uh, ended up talking to the owner for a little bit, through axes for a solid hour, hour and a half by myself. It was great. It was nice. It was relaxing. It was a fun skill to learn. And that's all that really matters. Like I had fun. I think the biggest fallacy people think is they have to let somebody standing them up or somebody uh, blowing them off or anything like that. They let that ruin their day, you know, and this goes for any gender: man, woman, woman, man, it doesn't matter. Do not let others be in control of your emotions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You hit a good point, is that some folks are are too defined, too invested in the validation from others, especially with with dating, right? There's a lot of depression, anxiety in this crazy world. And it almost feels like their only savior, their only escape from that is, you know, connecting with someone. And, and, And what's happened is it's that connection process is, has been bastardized uh, nowadays, obviously through technology, but also it has become more of this attention-seeking and validation-seeking instead of just as connecting with yourself first. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, it's a blessing the, that you're able to, you know, enjoy yourself yeah, and enjoy exactly. life.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? Like a lot of people, there's a couple different ways to go about dating, okay? And a lot of people are like, I want somebody who makes me happy. no. Wrong way to go about it. You have to be happy with yourself before you can be with somebody. And I say that because it's very toxic. The sentence uh, that they make me happy and they are the cornerstone of my happiness is very toxic because you should never depend on a person for your internal happiness. Mm hmm. You should be happy with yourself and with being single before you try to add somebody into that. And that person should extrapolate or increase your happiness, not be a cornerstone thereof.
1: You're spot on. I mean, um, and by the way, I looked up Stumpy's um, and it's located 758 is some road. Stumpy's Hatchet House, San Antonio. So uh, I just want to make sure for those that are interested in going there, check it out, Stumpy's Hatchet House, S.A. But yeah, going back to that, it's all by design. And that's why I alluded to technology, especially if you're not making money off Instagram or you're not on OnlyFans or anything. The folks that have sold themselves out through showing pictures of them squatting, you know, these are mainly women, (laughs) let's be honest, right? And, And, you know, sexy photos of that sort The fact that they're so dependent on these digital likes that are literally just someone, okay, cool, hitting a quick like and then scrolling through. But the fact that some people are so defined by that (laughs) and and a cousin to that is what's happening with the dating apps where it's like, I'm here just for the matches, not to truly match. And and what ends up happening, it just it it causes is dopamine burnout to the point that people are no longer really truly connecting
0: well that's exactly why people do things like instagram and facebook and things like no. that i post things just for fun i don't care what traction it gets yeah now i have pages on facebook that i do care what the post gets traction wise because that's the whole point of that page mm-hmm. now one of the biggest things this is, is like you hit it on on the head when we see those likes or those notifications roll in it's a dopamine hit it is and that there's some people who need that dopamine to survive my thing is is yes it's nice and it's a nice extra but my dopamine comes from me doing my my comedy my art things like that um that's where i get my happiness it's where i can really uh be myself on a canvas or a digital canvas, if you will. Um, And, you know, I'm not ever going to pay somebody $12 a month to watch them sit on a bowl of split pea soup. So whatever you're subscribing to OnlyFans for, good for you, but not my cup of tea. And I never, ever, ever pay for a dating website. You know, I feel like the connections that come through, like if, if it's a genuine person, then they will, Gladly uh, talk to me or send a message back. Um, I cannot stand the the pay to play model on anything, video games, et cetera. Exactly. So, you know.
1: Yeah, it was, it's it, we're definitely in the, in the land of the uh, microtransactions and and bait and switch, and you know a lot of that with the uh, the dating apps. The, the companies know they know that they're targeting those people that are dopamine hungry. They know that they're yeah, yeah. purposely lessen their matches and then all of a sudden when they bought in they'll increase their matches and then in some ways kind of shadow ban their profile so then they're not getting as many matches then they upgrade now from the tender Go to the tender platinum and they fall into this vicious cycle where they become digital zombies and and uh, i've even told a lot of my clients that i truly believe we're collectively feeling that bait and switch. We're collectively feeling that dopamine burnout. I, I do think in real life meetings is going to win out. It's going to come back and people are just going to, you know, there's too much saturation and collective mental exhaustion with, with dating apps.
0: Well, see, that's the thing you have to, to avoid that exhaustion, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but let me ask you this other than the events that you put on a new market, right? Mm-hmm where where does anyone like it's not the way it used to be you you'd be considered a creep yeah if you went to a bar now and tried to talk to anybody
1: yeah like yeah especially when they're too busy staring at their phone it, you, you almost feel like you're interrupting and yes the the whole disappearing neighbor mindset where yeah you feel like a, you do actually feel like a creep going up someone that's staring at yeah out.
0: because over the last 20 years we have been conditioned to lessen our social outreach and stick to a screen or a computer. I mean, let's be honest, it started off with AOL Messenger for a lot of us. You've got no. We had these uh, friendships that were formed with people we knew we'd never meet. And I'm sure 15-year-old me talked to 40-year-old dudes not realizing it, but that's besides the point. The problem is, is with the age and the dawn of technology and the internet, our social skills have gone down and our social anxiety has gone up.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, oh my gosh, it's it's so bad to the point that today I was about to make a call and I noticed that as I was going to call someone on my contact list, the first button, the first logo is actually the, the texting logo and then mobile i'm thinking crap like well that's because a lot of people from the generation
0: coming up and even the previous generation um they don't like talking on the phone
1: yeah it it, was just funny because i mean literally It, it is the phone right it is not the small computer it is not the texting device it is the phone and you know for me my requirement when i'm you know, going to meet up with women is I have to at least have one phone call because I, I want to be able to gauge. Okay, is she obnoxious? Does she does she cut me off? Does she come off like um, someone who doesn't listen? You know, if I'm if I'm talking about purple ice cream has no bones. You know, why is she talking about uh, blueberry cake right now? But my my point being is is I need to be able to gauge who this person is and i cannot do that through text and the sad part is uh i'll say this part real quick the sad part is when i have seen women on instagram or dating sites and you could tell that they're extroverts you can tell just from their photos they're out there being adventurers or even singing in front of public you see them on a stage but they literally say speaking on the phone gives them anxiety like what the heck It's like um you
0: know, I totally understand the phone call thing because uh, I, I have uh, not recently, but I've always had a policy. It's like I want to FaceTime or Facebook video chat you or something to make sure I know who I'm getting into cahoots with. And God, that line just made me sound 90 years old. But go. on the other end of that, <laughs> it's like go down there to the to the Shake Shack and go, you know, it's cahoots, y'all whippersnapper,
1: like
0: y'all yeah. whippersnappers. But um, it's true. Like I I I I I think I skirted. I got my first cell phone when I was fifteen, and I remember it was a piece of shit. <laughs> but that aside. Uh if anything, it never made me lose wanting to talk to people on the phone. I feel like personally, if it's a quick question, then text is absolutely okay. Yeah. Um, But if you're trying to get to know somebody, you can't get a read on them through flat text. Let's be honest. Neither of us are Pulitzer winning writers. So <laughs> We do not put emotion or deep thought into a text. And I recently had this become a problem where I I was talking to somebody for three plus months and like uh, it turned out she lied to me about something. So I was like, Hey, here's photographic proof that you did this. Yes. Yes. And she blocked and deleted me and said she didn't need that negativity in her life but you want to know the best revenge ever I mean not even revenge it's I wouldn't call it revenge because revenge would would mean that I'm a revengeable person but that's not it she blocked me before I was like I'm not upset I just don't know why you would lie about it you know and this is what it was I paid (laughs) a dollar thirty three through mm-hmm. PayPal yeah, to send her a final message attached to that dollar. <laughs> to send her a what message? So on PayPal, you know, when you send money, right?
1: Correct.
0: Um, you can attach a message to it.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: So I sent a dollar and then paid 33 cents to have that dollar sent. Oh, so,
1: I got you. Yes, yes. The, uh, the, <laughs> and I don't
0: think it's being petty, but, you oh. know, one of the biggest things that everybody should know. And I I tell this to people when they ask me for dating advice. Like, you know, one of the biggest things I'll ever say to anybody is we do not get to choose how other people feel. Everybody, man, woman, everybody needs to understand that. You do not get to choose how other people feel. Um, And what that means is you if you have a date that goes badly uh but was great for you you don't get to choose that other person's feelings just Mm -hmm. like like vice versa they don't get to choose yours amen yeah Uh, that's,
1: that's very powerful
0: and the other other big thing i always tell people is no one on this green earth is entitled To an explanation of closure. That means that if you went on a date with somebody and they decided to ghost you afterwards, right? You, you are not entitled to that person to tell you why.
1: Yeah. And it's powerful because nowadays they know they're, they're not going to give you that explanation because at worst. And men, I see men do this more than women. When you know, speaking with clients and even just female friends, um, both sides really. And I see men being the ones that get the most butthurt from what they perceive as a rejection, or that they're not gonna ever see that woman again, or they they feel somehow it's an attack on on their character. A woman is not gonna explain because the second she responds, at worst, the guy's gonna respond with two paragraphs on why he needs to, you know. Why he needs another chance. And all he is doing is lessening his chances by pontificating with this 500 word essay back. Exactly.
0: There. You know, if something happens, the way I see it, if something's meant to be, it's meant to be, and it'll come around. Uh, There's no reason to beat a dead horse, if you will. You know, you don't get to choose how that person feels about you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing. And you aren't entitled to an explanation as to why that's why they
1: feel. Now, here's something that's, that's even more important too, as well as the other perspective, the other extreme is that, that person, uh, you know, let's, let's pretend it's man and woman here. Uh, woman obviously doesn't need to explain why the date didn't go well. Meanwhile, in her own world, and again, this could apply to men as well in her own world, She continues to go on these dates and really is just not feeling dating at all. So she goes into this like ambivalent, let me detach anytime I go on a date, either because, okay, the guy's scum, you know, so that's an easy explanation. There's no reason to continue that. The guy uh, is decent, but she didn't feel the spark or the guy was her type, but she feels like she's just not ready to take the next step. Right. So I've also seen that I've worked with female clients that have admitted that they go on dates and that they try to find an excuse to almost protect themselves by self-sabotaging and, and avoiding a match. Um, again, that's not to take away from, you know, these, these sleaze bags that really have no chance and, and there's no reason for her to continue that. But I've also seen the opposite where, again, even though she's not entitled to that explanation, Hey, and that guy, whatever he, he can pound sand, you know, if he's a scumbag, if, if, um, if he's a decent guy, again, if he's a real decent guy, he's gonna move on with his life and he's gonna continue his dating life. Okay, so what? But also what I've seen is that the woman's like, crap, like I'm probably missing out on a good guy, but I just feel more comfortable evading and hitting the eject button. And, and that could also be dangerous on the other on the other end of it if you just continuously do this. And um, after a while that becomes the norm. Absolutely. And you know,
0: there's a, this was, I wouldn't say brought to my attention, but I, I I was thinking about something way earlier today, and it was this, back in the day when, when we'll say our grandparents, you know, hooked up and got together, all right? I don't want to imagine like, that at, I, 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 okay, and, I know, don't mean younger younger as yeah. in, have <laughs> sex i mean we're just gonna pretend it's like Michael K,
1: Fox, back to the future too yeah when they're, when they're younger but i want to imagine exactly. past that okay um
0: but here's my problem you hear a lot of stories from that age generation of she said no to me a hundred days in a row
1: yeah
0: On dating and going out until she finally said yes yeah that's fucking harassment
1: Like, yeah,
0: that is dangerous. And that if, if somebody says no once, please take it as no. Like there is no
1: reason to rebuild on that. Yeah. And you bring up a good point is that, you know, dating's kind of like patch updates in, in a video game where it's like at one point, Past mistakes and glitches where we're, were kind of nice, so you know it's like, oh, cool, it's it's part of the game. And then you're like, no, that's not right. I mean, you know, l- let's say Romeo and Juliet, for example, that was, you know, that's in some ways used as this symbol of like pure love and and you know, kind of rebelling against your. Those kids were like fourteen members. and fifteen in that right. play. And then what did they end up doing? I mean, if you heard about, if you were to hear about Romeo and Juliet right now in in modern news. It would be a, a double suicide, right? And he's just like, "Oh yeah. smokes!" Like this is crazy. This is wild. This is toxic. Why did they do that? It's tragic. But because then, Shakespeare wrote about it into a play. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know, again, you associate it with with genius type thinking. And, and and for some folks, they look at Romeo and Juliet as again that definition of, of, of pure love. And, and and again, well, to your credit, to what you're saying, yes. Oh, I. I chased after this woman for years and she finally said yes like that means she got
0: tired of saying no to you and you know nowadays uh one of my friends brought this up she's not necessarily afraid of people but sometimes that kind of thing happens because women are afraid to see what happens if they say no
1: especially back then when there wasn't there wasn't the, <laughs> the quick way of reaching out to someone, no cell phones on no social media. <laughs> and it was a, you know, I mean, when you talk about the way that sexual harassment, sexual uh, assaults are being treated now compared to back then, yes, it, it was dangerous back then. Uh, and, and which makes me laugh when I hear about, oh, you know, why, why can't we come back to traditional relationship values? Like, ah, two sides of the coin there, buddy. <laughs> right. It yeah.
0: is. Crazy, crazy, crazy.
1: So let's pretend, uh, speaking of time travel here. So um, I'm watching a documentary right now. Uh, I think it's, it might be called Game Over. I, I forget, but it's on Netflix. Uh, it goes into video games. Um, so one, I want to ask a, just a random question here. Uh, as a kid, was there any kind of uh, present that you fondly remember really wanting and, and you got? three foot tall batman
0: forever Batcave. cave oh badass okay cool but there's a sad end to this i spent all day putting the damn thing together and my family wasn't the most well off yeah so about a week later my mother took it back to toys r us for the money <sighs> it's tragic um things worth 400 now
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: um but on top of that, I had like the original Lego train set too. And the same thing happened. I got to keep the train set, but she filled the box up with random Legos oh. and took it back to Toys R Us. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, newsflash, man. folks. Childhood trauma. No, i <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's through it, most
1: of my problems. So. I'll tell you, what, I, I, this may sound cheesy, but it, it is deeply rooted in realism here is that trauma can create heroes and villains
0: yes um the way i see it my childhood the way i grew up absolutely not normal um but on the other end of that we are only shaped so much by our past and it is up to us to see what we want to do with our futures Mm -hmm. um i didn't realize how i grew up was so messed up um until I talk to other people when I get into my 20s, because we all think what we grow up with is normal until we find out that it's not. Yeah. So,
1: so man, it, and it's not even, you couldn't even call that a, a Stockholm syndrome. Sock, Stockholm syndrome, you're aware of afterwards what was bad and you just get used to it. In this case, it didn't even register what that that variance look like exactly
0: because oh. you know what we perceive as normal is based on how we grow
1: up and you know it's you know going back to the the dating thing i mean it's it's normalizing flaking normalizing standing people up and uh yeah it's you wonder those those etiquettes that you know you, you would apply to work like hey i'm running late mr boss man boss woman maybe because we have a project and or i have to be at a meeting and i'm hap- happen to be the one briefing it and you know, i say briefing military presenting but then when it comes to dating it's like yeah joe schmo i know you're a little bit nervous and you're excited to see me but i'm 30 minutes late like it, I, I just don't um understand you know it, again we've kind of atrophied on what that right or wrong kind of behavior looks like uh, when it comes to dating.
0: Yeah, that's very, very true.
1: Yeah. So we'll do true. Uh, we can, uh, wrap up here. This, this was great. I, 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 mean, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And yes. I,
0: I a hundred percent look forward to coming back. Um, you mind if I do a quick plug for my bull crap, really quick,
1: get it, get it going.
0: Hey, if you guys like, uh, Need voiceovers or anything? Check out please record this.com. Um, but also if you're in the uh the area uh of Facebook or Instagram or especially my TikTok, my TikTok's pretty fun. Uh, P A T R I C K P L E E Z one. And Chris from the bottom, one more time, repeat
1: it one more time for them, uh, one more time, one more
0: time. That's P A T R I C K. P-L-E-E-Z-1. That's Patrick Please One everywhere on the internet. Um, So Chris, from the bottom of my heart, I truly thank you for for doing this with me. This is great. It's been so much fun. And I look forward to future uh, shows possibly. So it's great.
1: No, I I love it. Um, You know, I, I think it's a cathartic experience for both of us. Um, I love your story and, you know, it's with any, any, anyone starts off as a stranger and then can become a friend. So, you know, not only to our listeners, but obviously uh, between us, you know, we're able to grow that bond. Um, as you know, the Dating Doc, our slogan is a cure for the common date. We do that through uh, learning, connecting. And uh, as you know, we have our date coaching, we have our courses, and we also connect through our events. And also for select folks, we are starting to do matchmaking again. So Mm -hmm. if you have questions, go to TheDatingDoc.com, The Dating Doc on all social media platforms. This will be hung up on Spotify and should be on YouTube soon afterwards. So for all the listeners, um, I really appreciate you all. And uh, more importantly, whether you practice it religiously or not or whatnot, more importantly, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Take care.